Dear visitor, we're happy to welcome you to our temporary exhibition entitled Hungarian Expo Successes 1851-2021. to Here we present in an interactive way the most important moments and showcased material of the world's fairs of the last 170 years. For the most complete experience, please look for icons depicting a telephone, download the Artivive app from our webshop and watch the objects come alive. We also encourage you to use the passport created for the exhibition, collect stamps and learn even more about the world of expos. Before entering the first hall, take a peek through the holes in the wall in front of the entrance. Visitors of the very first World's Fair might have had a similar experience, as such a 3D image, even if smaller in size, was already present in London in 1851. Gazing into our exhibition, you will see the site of the first expo, the Crystal Palace, built in London for this specific event. The World's Fair was organised at the suggestion of Queen Victoria's husband, Prince Albert. We invite you to a sort of peep show of the World's Fairs. Although Hungary was not represented at a country level at the very first expo, many saw the event as an excellent opportunity to introduce themselves. The lack of national representation was due to the failure of the revolution of 1848-49, to since in the immediate aftermath, Hungary was forced completely under the control of the Austrian Habsburg regime. It was impossible for Hungarians to participate at the World's Fair in an organised way as a country. This remained true throughout the 19th century. Hungarians always presented their achievements and artworks together with those of Austria. Later, World's Fairs became the main events to introduce and present the image of a country before the international public. By the early 20th century, most countries planned their presentations well in advance, checking ahead with artists, craftsmen and the main representatives of intellectual life. The goal of appearing at exhibitions was to positively influence the image of a country and become the main platform for it. Today, most countries assemble a syndicate specifically for the next World's Fair. These syndicates then work out the tasks of presentation and organisation. Start your journey through the exhibition. Follow the path where the most important objects are showcased. Look out for icons at different points of the exhibition. Use the application, look at the objects and touch those marked by separate icons in the halls. Entering our exhibition, you'll immediately find yourself in the world of expos, even the very first of which were received with great interest. Several articles and reports of the time spoke of the Great Exhibition, as it was initially called. Success came swiftly. During the six months it was open, millions visited the event, presenting the works of more than 10,000 exhibitors. This great interest can be attributed to the fact that there had never before been such a massive world exhibition, showing industrial novelties, scientific achievements and artworks under the same roof. Beside the entrance on the right, you'll find two figurines you might find bizarre at first. These are the mascots of two expos of the 20th century, Highbow and Twipsy. 
Haibao was presented to the public at the Shanghai Expo of 2010. This cute character was selected from some 26,655 applications. His name means "treasure of the four seas," alluded to by his curly hair. While his shape is a stylized version of the Chinese character for man, the public first met Twipsy at the Hanover Expo in the year 2000, which focused on nature and technology, symbolized by the mascot as a sort of cyber messenger. Twipsy, designed by the Spaniard Javier Mariscal. Is easily recognizable by his drop-shaped body, bright-colored clothing, and toreador hat. He was popularized as the protagonist of a cartoon series. One of the most prominent Hungarians who took part in the first expo was Moore Fisher, who presented his own Herend porcelain works. This entrepreneur from Tata began building his porcelain empire in 1840, and soon had the opportunity to appear at several Hungarian exhibitions. In 1842, he made his name at the first Hungarian craft exhibition. The same year received the title of Imperial Royal Privileged Porcelain Manufactory, and in 1843 once again won a gold medal at the national exhibition. This was followed by the World's Fair, where the porcelain factory gained worldwide fame. The plate with a butterfly decoration presented here received its name from Queen Victoria, who purchased several sets for her family and the British court. She was so taken by both the pattern and the quality of the porcelain. Moore Fisher immediately named the pattern after the Queen, and it is still one of the most popular decorations on Herend products. After its success at world's fairs, the manufactory received several orders. Thus, by the end of the century, more and more noble families replaced their Meissen and Chinese porcelain sets with Herend ones. It is still one of the most well-known examples of Hungarica, a permanent part of Hungarian diplomatic gifts. Besides Herend Porcelain, another prominent figure of Hungarian porcelain production made a first appearance at the World's Fairs in 1873. The pyrogranite outdoor decorative vase with Eocene decoration on display in the cabinet was created at the Zsolnai Porcelain Manufactory for the 1906 Milan World's Fair. It was most likely originally intended as an external building decoration, resembling several similar items made in the same period. The manufactory was established by Vilmos Jolnay in 1852, and by the 1870s had become one of the most sought-after ceramic factories. Their success can be attributed in part to several technical innovations and solutions they experimented with. Pyrogranite and Eocene were just the best known. The vase you can see here has an interesting story. For many years, many believed that not a single object created for the 1906 Expo had survived. In that year, a fire broke out at the World's Fair, and the Hungarian Applied Art Department was almost completely destroyed. The investigation never discovered exactly what caused the fire. But contemporary media reported that the most likely culprit was a discarded cigarette, match, or cigar. 
The artifact on display here was discovered by a museum after a century in hiding, so it could adorn the Hungarian pavilion again in 2015 at the new expo in Milan. As you keep exploring our exhibition, the small wall cabinet beside the vase holds a tiny but all the more interesting object. Beside the pocket watch purchased in 1900, the small ivory penholder is shaped like a fist. Looking into it from up close, you can see a micro-photograph showing the view of the 1889 Paris World's Fair. A curiosity of the cityscape is that the Eiffel Tower is already present, as, despite common knowledge, it was not built in 1900, but ten years earlier. Towards the end of the first hall, the map projected on the wall presents a full picture of the history of World's Fairs. The original idea of organising such an event every four years has changed considerably over time, as we see here. During the 170-year history of Expos, they were organised not only in Europe, but in America, Asia and Australia as well. The goal of our exhibition is to present the history of world's fairs, so there are objects from nearly all of them. As far as Hungarian participation goes, the 1900 and 1937 Expos hold a special place, as Hungary achieved considerable success with both scientific and artistic works, earning several prizes. Hungary also won great acclaim at the most recent World's Fair as well, in Dubai in 2020-2021. The Bureau International des Exhibitions rewards the best pavilions each time. 192 countries took part in the Expo of 2020-2021, and the Hungarian Pavilion won a silver medal for the best interpretation of the general theme.